This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious <laughs> With your host, David Garoppolo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Mr. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Today, we're live here at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Mike Avey on the wheels, controlling the stuff, because this week, uh, Chuck Morrison and Mr. Jonathan are away. But here we are on location does your mic work? Are you okay? My, my, my mic does work. Just, okay. Everything seems to be okay? Just a little, uh, few technical difficulties, but we're making it through. All right. We are in Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, with the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. We, we have cigar celebrities everywhere, thousands of smoking cigar fans, great food, drink. It's a party. It's going on, and it's right here. Hi, folks. Welcome to the Cigar Authority, and hello to the stations picking us up live WWZN, AM, 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL, 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM, 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, and why listen when you can watch? We are video streaming on Ustream.tv and podcasted for your convenience on Podbeam and iTunes, and you can find it all neatly packaged for you on thecigarauthority.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome. Live, Boulder, Colorado. This is the place, the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. This is the second annual Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. We were here last year, and it was a great time. This time, it, it looks to be... A lot no, bigger turnout. Bigger and better. As, as uh, Why would I expect anything different? Uh, VIPs here sold out completely the VIP tent, and the people are starting to pour, and doors just opened just minutes ago. Um, what a great deal it is. Uh, these folks are getting a, a package when they come in, a bag. Let me reach over here. They get a bag full of stuff, full of goodies, including big bag full of stuff. Yeah, it includes uh, a nice glass where you can uh, partake in some nice uh, alcoholic beverages if you, if you choose. Also in the goodie bag uh, is lots of different things, including, um, gee, sunflower seeds uh, coated with sizzling bacon. You got some power drinks, some cologne. Got Lighters, of, cutters, cigars, everything. It's an awesome package. It's an, an, an awesome event. It's a beautiful day here in Colorado. It's about close to 90 degrees. We're underneath the top over here, so we're okay, and uh, we're not sweltering too much. But uh, you got lots of cigar celebrities. I just bumped into Bobby Newman that was over here. Uh, Eric Stokelby is, is in town. The welcome in as we got in here was from Jonathan Drew, president of the Drew Estates. Um, Joe Cusano with his new CNC cigar. I saw him as we were going. Not only cigar celebrities. Lady of the Stick? No, not Lady, Lady of, the of the Stick. stick? That's a smoking, smoking hot, hot chick. That's a smoking that hot dear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not the person who's supposed to be by right. here. Uh, we, we got the bloggers and the smoking hot chicks. And who else is here? Uh, Mario from Cigar Explorer. I bumped into him. The folks here from CRA, Smoke Magazine, right. Cigar Press. Thor's in here somewhere. Um, 
folks from the New York Times. This is an event. This is an event to be had, and here we are at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, and I'll tell you, this is Boulder, Colorado. And uh, Boulder is uh, in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. You know, you said waking up this morning, my God, there's a giant. There's a, a huge mountain behind <laughs> yeah. us. We're coming in the airport. Everything's flat. I felt so lied to. Well, uh, Boulder has lots of accomplishments. Uh, world-class city, world-class for rock mountain climbing and things like that. A lot of number ones in Boulder, Colorado. It's the number one brainiest city. Brainiest city. Brainiest. So it must be smart people out here. When I was on the plane, someone was doing some cloning research on the computer next to me. There we go. There we go. It's the number one happiest city, according to Money Watch. I believe that. Everyone says hi here. In Boston, they push you away here. Everyone's friendly. Very, very nice. Um, It's in the top 100 places to live. It's the number two healthiest town in the U.S., according to Men's Health. The number one place to raise kids outdoors. The number one of the top 20 places to live well. The number one most educated city in America. The top 10 healthiest places to retire. Uh, The best green place in America in America's foodiest town. We'll see about that tonight when we get out of here. <laughs> but also, all that being said, politically, it is one of the most liberal liberal in democratic cities and often referred to as the People's Republic of Boulder. Boulder adopted the first anti-saloon ordinance in 1907, no drinking. They were the first people to ever do that, the beginning of prohibition uh, that ended in 1933. Uh, they are, um, according to Weed Magazine, um, miracle, man- mar- miracle Marijuana stores, um, they're like number one for Miracle ma- Marijuana around miracle here. Miracle or medicinal? Medical Marijuana. Medical. Um, it's the second place to uh, grant same-sex marriages, but Boulder has another first. It was the first to enact a smoking ban. The first to enact a smoking ban. And where do we have about 2,000 people turning out to smoke cigars? A more, more perfect place than this? Boulder, Colorado. It's awesome. Why pick any place else? So anyway, Boulder, Colorado is the place, and everybody's here. This is the place to be. And we're going to try to talk to lots and lots of cigar celebrities as we go on. Uh, what do you say? Want to jump right in? Come, come right up. We have the smoking hot chick just standing by. I've been waiting for this day. I'm going to light up. A... I'm going to light up a cigar while you put that on, and I'm going to smoke a, a new cigar here for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival called the Piglet. And it's got the little uh, piglet little tip on the end of it, and I'm going to light that up. But uh, we talked on the phone before. We have, and here I am invading your show. And this is the way. <laughs> this is what I was saying to Mr. Jonathan, who's not here today, but. You're, you have a face not for radio. You have a face for television. or. You're very kind. Yeah, Thank well, and uh, it, it's good to meet you. So uh, what made you come all the way out here for this? You're in Texas, right? I am. I'm in Houston. Uh, yeah, no, it just kind of worked out great. We uh, were invitation from, actually, from Colibri Lesman was kind enough to introduce us to Terry, who put the whole thing together. And we met him online virtually, been talking back and forth, and okay. got to meet him here. It's a beautiful, beautiful event. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about class. Terry Gallagher, who, yes. who ran this uh, whole thing. He's uh, smoker-friendlies. They have like 700 
different stores out here. It's amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I have three, and I'm, I'm shocked that I even know where to go in the morning. And uh, he's dealing with 700, and he puts on something like this. But beautiful place uh, for sure. Um, so your idea to come around here is to meet the people and just be part of the show? Or you yeah, get... I'm honestly here to promote the show. I'm gonna, uh, I want to do a write-up and kind of an overview, do a video of the whole scene, just kind of talk about and really focus on, like you said, with all the smoking bans here, I really want to emphasize how great it is for the people here in Colorado to have such a great venue. And I want them to be able to do more events like this. Right. So I really want to push that. You know, isn't it ironic that this is such a strong state and, and strong city to, to ban smoking? And, and uh, Terry Gallagher said, you know, no, I'm going to do this, and he's been fighting for years and years, and uh, he put something like this together. Last year, we were lucky enough to, to come here for the first time. I couldn't believe what he pulled off, but this year looks bigger and better than ever, so you just know this is going to be something that's going to go on for years and years. So we're at the at the forefront, the beginning of something, something really big here. I'm so impressed. I mean, like you said, it's the second year. I can't even imagine. I mean, this is... He knows what he's doing. He's doing everything very well. He's looking at every detail. And yeah, and, and what a group he has. Uh, yes. A lot of people I've met, they, they all seem to have the same last name. It's all Gallagher's. <laughs> but uh, they, they certainly, I don't know how much family he has, but, boy, they, they did a great job here. and it's a good uh, family. It, it, it's a great turnout. So uh, besides promoting the things, uh, have you looked around at all? Have you had a chance to see anything yet? And, uh, this is my first time in Colorado even, so I'm, it's it's beautiful here. Beautiful, yeah. The weather is gorgeous. It's actually nice to smoke outside and enjoy the weather. It's it 107 degrees at home, so this oh, is... Oh, my. <laughs> well, what you're going to see here, if it's anything that went uh, last year, seven hours into this, mm-hmm. nobody leaves. Everybody, it was the same as it was when it opened. Seven hours later, it was the same thing. Everybody got their goodie bag as they came in, so there's no rush to go grab cigars or anything. So they go around and they talk to the different manufacturers about their stuff and have a great time. And when the band starts playing, it's great music, and nobody's in a hurry to go anywhere. And seven hours later, I was looking around. I said, when does this thing end? And they said, about a half hour or something. And when it was over, the music stopped, and everybody quietly and without a problem left and what a great group of people that's awesome. yeah, it's a beautiful setup everything's definitely designed it's very welcoming no matter where you are it's just kind of like everyone's yeah and, and for, the, for this hotel this is the millennium hotel at boulder colorado we're in it was so nice of them to actually let them pull this off they have a perfect environment for it with this Absolutely. big giant courtyard but um as you go out and look around, I, I actually saw a few cigars I haven't seen before. I, you know, we're just coming back from the big trade show that I know I saw you at, and uh, I was surprised to see some things I didn't see there. So it's a, it's a second chance for cigar fans to, to really uh, see what's new and happening out there, uh, meet some, some of these cigar celebrities that are out here shaking hands with people, uh, including yourself. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's so down to earth here. I mean, it's... A perfect, perfect, beautiful setup, and such a great scenery, too. Great yeah, people. Yeah, good, good. Well, thank you for, for uh, stopping in and saying thank hi. Thank you. Thanks for letting me invade your All right, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we, we got lots and lots of people to talk to as the day goes on. Uh, I'll tell you, the, uh, they passed out a few different cigars to us. Um, another one that came in uh, my little bag of goodies along with this uh, piglet, um, which I guess is uh, is the little baby of the big pig, big pig that they make a 6 by 60 big pig. I guess this is Smoker Friendly's brand. They're making this piglet, which uh, Maurice, and we'll get him over. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to get Maurice uh, Cokes, who uh, is the maker of the piglet. He, he brought one over to me earlier, and uh, actually this is the second one I'm lighting up. I'm going to smoke the big pig right now. 
Do you have the big pig? I do have the big pig. Let, let, let me see it just for one second before you light it up. See if it's any... Uh, there it is. It looks like that. Okay, mine's a little cuter. <laughs> it's a little happy pig. The big pig looks a little mean on there. But what do you got, a 6x60 six anyway? 6x60, six unfinished foot, a pigtail at the top. Really nice-looking cigar. And we know it's made in the Dominican Republic. Maurice Cokes, uh, he does it. Um, he's intra-cigar. And he's the one that has the brand, um, I always say this wrong. Viajuelo. Viajuelo. Yes. And Viajuelo, according to Cigar Aficionado, was um, the best buy of 2010, according to Cigar Aficionado. So uh, we'll, we'll get him on along with, geez, I mean, there's so many people out here and uh, so little time to end, end up doing. i got to make sure we get Terry Gallagher and his brother on because uh, they are running a spectacular event, second time in a, in a row. Um, <clears throat> What else do we got? Um, what do you think about this lighter so far? Well, lighters are a problem. Lighters yes. are a problem here. We're one mile high. And I brought, and I won't say the brand name, but I did bring a lighter with me. And it was supposedly a high-altitude lighter. And we got it here, and we've had nothing but trouble with it. It's now broken. Yeah. From- it's in 400 pieces on my dresser drawer. Oh, you tried to take it apart? I tried to fix it. It's not going well. Okay, so you got an issue up here. Matches work, but these jet lighters, we have a hard time with them. But Maurice gave me a, a, a big triple jet here that seems to be doing okay. But lighting a cigar is an issue. And for the most part, the burn of the cigar is an issue. Dean Lafferty, want to come sit and talk? Sure. Just put those headphones on. Your mic is attached to you. How Just are look- you? Good, very good. Dean Lafferty is a cigar rep company. Trendsetters Marketing Group out of Phoenix. Out of Phoenix, Arizona. So this is your home turf? Or this no? is my, it's our territory. We cover it. We cover all the eight Rocky states right up through Montana. Okay, so the, the Gallagher's and, and the Smoker Friendlies are your customers. Absolutely. Been okay. uh, good customers of ours for several years. i got to imagine sensational customers. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if they can pull this off, they got to be pretty, pretty good. Yeah. So you've been, we, we talked a little earlier, you've been in this business a long time. About 21 years. 21 yeah. years. Great, great business though, right? Love it. Wouldn't have, wouldn't do anything else. Yeah, talking to, to all the nice folks. It's relationships. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you build a relationship, you make new friends, and those friends stay friends for a long, long time. Now, how did you start in this business? Uh, it was interesting. I was a sales rep in another industry, and I had a gift line that had leather-bound items, and three of those items were a ashtray. A, a table lighter with a Calibri insert oh. and a uh, uh, bound leather uh, humidor. And those three items got me into the business, basically doing accessories first for several years. And then I got into the cigar boom and started picking up cigars. Along with pipes? And, pipes, yeah. pipes and everything, yeah. I've repped uh, several pipe brands over the years. And I import my own pipes from Denmark now. And I've imported also from Italy. Oh, Okay. What brands do you currently cover? Uh, right now in pipes, we carry a brand called Joe's, J-O-H-S. He used to be Bjarne's Carver. And when Bjarne passed away three years ago, I was his distributor for the U.S. I, I used to warehouse quite a bit of his stuff. And uh, I, he needed a job. And so I put him on, and we kind of continued with the Bjarne look. Okay. Okay. How about cigar-wise? Cigar-wise, we represent about uh, eight or nine companies, of them uh, Perdomo, uh, Grand Habano, uh, Tatuaje, Illusion, 
uh, Jesus Fuego, uh, Fonseca. So we have quite a few, you know, better brand names out there. Uh, we've been very fortunate to have uh, the kind of brands. We kind of pride ourselves a little bit on some of the boutique brands. We like those brands. Sure. And uh, we seem to have uh, found our niche with them. Oh, good. And it's not you by yourself. No, I have two other uh, reps that work with me, and we cover, you know, cover. I have someone that lives in the Denver area. Uh, that covers the north, the Rocky, upper Rockies here. And then I have another person that lives in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, that handles Arizona and Nevada. Okay. And uh, then I kind of do some of the outlying areas that are a little bit more expensive for an uh, independent guy to go cover because it's just we have such a vast territory uh, with a lot of nothing in between. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So uh, we, I, I handle uh, you know, Salt Lake City and Boise and places like that. So, so being a rep and a representative of, of a company is is a broker uh, that you're able to work for other companies at the same time. So you're paid on a commission basis. Right. To we sell. basically work on a straight commission, and we are independent, which means that we can uh, have multiple brands, and uh, as opposed to working as an employee, you know, as an employee of a, of a company. So over the years, you've. Won some and lost some. You've had different brands as it went we've, on. We've had some great brands. We've had CAO, for instance, uh, until Before they, they bought out. They were bought out, and we. But you know, that's got to hurt. That does. That, <laughs> does, uh, that does pull a few uh, a few dollars out of your wallet. Right. Absolutely. So th- th- those are the negative things. The positive things is meeting all the the new great companies who are bringing the guy up to the next level. Absolutely, and that's what we you know we pride ourselves on is trying to get people involved with some of the new ultra boutique brands because, you know, they may be the next home run. And uh, we always like to be on the cutting edge and be there. And we do a lot of research when we, when we look at new companies to maybe uh, represent. And uh, we do our homework. What do you like to smoke? What's your typical? I like something with a little fullness to it, a little spice. Uh, I, mean, I can smoke pretty much anything, but I, I like, uh, lot, like a lot of Maduros. I like a lot of sun-grown wrappers. Corojo. But I, I smoke a lot of, I smoke pretty much all of it. I mean, I'll smoke Connecticut. But, uh, I mean, I can, but if you're handling the tatouages and the illusions and it's pretty full-bodied stuff when, yeah. it, when it comes to that. Yeah, some of that's full-bodied. Uh, we've got a new brand coming from Jesus called Sangre de Toro, which packs a little bit of a yeah, punch. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah that's a really very, great very cigar. There, yeah. there's, there's, uh, he's, Jesus is not here today. No, he's not. Yeah. I think he was uh, back east, stuck he, in the hurricane somewhere. There's the guy. I bet you anything. Mark my words. You're going to see him a few years from now. He's going to be the big, big dog. Yeah, he's just ready to break out, yeah. I think. I he's think, ma- he's making right. some great, great cigars. I Absolutely. like I like him very much. Along with all of them, they they all work hard. You got to know people as it went on. Right. Who who have you been with the longest? Uh, Nick Perdomo. Nick Perdomo, yeah. Yeah, we've uh, just introduced uh, two new brands at the show, uh, the Exhibition, and uh, we brought back the ESV, the Estate, uh, with a 2002 wrapper on it, and uh, we're real pleased with that. We had a very successful show uh, at the, our latest trade show that was that was just about a month ago. And uh, uh, the response was just phenomenal. Well, that, you're, you're doing something right with Nick Perdomo because, for the most part, those are company people he has. You're right. And uh, he's, he's hanging on to you as, as a broker business, which... He... I think it's because of our territory is so vast. I mean, we cover a fifth United States in square mileage with the fewest in population. And uh, the fact that we, uh, you know, our numbers are very good with him, and I think he's quite pleased with what we do. And, uh, and Nick and I, we have, we've had a long-term relationship, so I think we understand each other very well. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he tells you how he feels, and I, I've known Nick a long time. Oh, yeah. He, he gives you the straight skinny. But you know what? <laughs> when, you, when you get to know him and you know what he's all about, it, it, and it's the truth that's going to come out of there with, uh, 
as, as brash as it might come out, it's I'd rather have it that way myself, to be honest with you. Uh, I'd rather have him be up front than yeah. you know beat around the bush. So it's yeah. been working out there good. All right, so you, anything uh, coming soon you, you see uh, for, for new companies out there? Are you looking at anybody that you care to talk about? We've, you know, we've, we, we developed this uh, program last year called PSB, which is called, it stands for Premium Small Batch. And we've tried to enlist some companies up and coming, uh, up and coming uh, ultra, what we call ultra boutique lines. And we did a little research on them. We found out they had some good, very good PR response on some of the bloggers. And uh, they've been successful primarily in the eastern United States. And they're in, you know, 80, 90, 100 stores. And what we've done is we've developed this program called Premium Small Batch for our retailers to try to get these new guys noticed, where we put several brands all in the same area and sign them and put information in front of it. So the consumer comes in, he's asked, he starts to ask questions. A lot of times when you pick up a new brand and it just gets put somewhere yeah. in the middle of the humidor, it can get lost. And uh, so this is kind of helping the retailer sell this sell this product right off the bat oh that's interesting and that's probably really good for the retailer to not be uh lumped in with some of the real deep discounted mail order right, cigars right. and things like that and that's the other thing we try to pride ourselves on picking up brands that are not going to be uh in all of the mail order people uh that are basically made for brick and mortar business right right a different a different day. you handle the jfr stuff we handle the jfr for uh, tropical and uh, we've done very well with that uh, have, you, well. have you have you did try the new one the seven by 70 yeah. that's a big stick that's an all-day sucker I, I i got one and i let somebody else uh, go through it for about five hours and they said you know it was a good cigar but i was just getting sick after after five hours sick of it you, you smoked out on Super Bowl Sunday. It'll last you all the whole game. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's going to sell. Oh, it has. In fact, yeah. uh, at, at the uh, IPCPR, our trade show, we they, they basically sold out. So. I, I wasn't even a believer in the 6x60, and the 7x70 is just crazy. Well, but. you know, when the, when the LaGloria came out what, six or seven years ago, whenever yeah. it was, uh, it was that was the start, and then George Rico came out with his from Gran Habano, and it's been going that direction ever since. Now everybody has them. That SAR sells crazy. Yeah. The, what is it? The SAR? Oh yeah. Oh, the SAR. That's a six by sixty-six, and that's a that's a great stick. He has the Imperialis, which is the six by sixty, which he came out with first, and that cigar still represents over fifty percent of that of the Corojo brand. Well, while we're talking about George Rico, let's send a, a special congratulations. congratulations. He's a new dad. He's got a brand new baby girl. Good I think baby. her name is Gia. And uh, we wish him well. And Natasha, his lovely wife, we wish him well. Good, good for them. And uh, I, I noticed he wasn't around. And uh, yeah. I said, "What happened?" And you said, "He just had a baby." So he's had a baby. He's 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 home changing diapers. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Always a pleasure, David. Thank, good thank seeing you. you again. You too. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That's Dean Lafferty, and that, that is a, a representative who represents lots of companies at the same time as opposed to somebody who just works for, for one cigar company. And what's good with that is, uh, you know, he's not my territory, but me as a cigar buyer, I get to know these reps. Um, I get to know the reps more than a lot of the manufacturers. They're the, they're the go-to people on my end anyway. So anyway, we're, at, we're in Boulder, Colorado. We need to take a break. Um, we're at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Everybody's here. This is the place to be. Uh, a fantastic event. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll see who's uh, coming up next and who we can talk to, who the players are. Stick around. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. 
There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophane in wheels of 20. White tissue wrapped in bundles and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo, and 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region. Then dry ship to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. All right, we're back. We are back at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, Boulder, Colorado. And uh, with me is Mario. Let me uh, not abuse your last name here too bad. Takayama. Yes. On the first shot, huh? It's good. I was scared of that one. Mario Takayama is the founder and executive producer for CigarExplorer.com. Okay, what is CigarExplorer.com? We are kind of a video blog and then cigar review, but we're trying to create a community to share experience and so our tagline, experience the discovery. Okay. So uh, we are from Columbus, Ohio. So you, you don't sound like you're from Columbus, Ohio. I'm from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that accent is different than, than Ohio, but okay, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, the, you know that the cigar is the started the Christopher Columbus landed sure. in Cuba, 1492. So, that's the discovery of the tobacco. So, sure. we're trying to hook with those themes. So, we are from Columbus, Ohio. 
and we ah. yeah we have a Christopher Columbus statue in the city hall, and we have Santa Maria in our downtown. So we try to kind of incorporate with those themes. So and our tagline is experience the discovery. If you see my business card, my phone number is eight eight eight. Five four zero fourteen ninety two. Oh, so. there you go. So you're all over fourteen ninety two, and I'll tell you an interesting story about fourteen ninety two off air uh, about me. It's been a big part of my life, also. So, uh, oh, that's interesting. So I go on the site. I see beautiful pictures of cigars. Thank and, you. And, and reviews, and uh, um, the idea is just to bring it to, to uh, people's eyes and mm-hmm. see how do you make money with this. Oh. Uh, the last 12 months is we we actually call ourselves cigarexplorer.org. It's non-profit organization, yeah. so we don't make any money. We do it for free. We go to different events and then retailers and then Big Smoke or uh, IPCPR. We uh, capture every single thing uh, on our video, so that's what we do. And then from this year, we're starting uh, selling advertisement on our site. Okay. But uh, I don't want to sell anything until we have, uh, you know, solid traffic or solid value. Otherwise, no return of investment. So anyone invest on our side, you know, don't no return, they're not going to come back. So, right. so that's why I waited for 12 months. So now we have a uh, very good traffic. So like uh, this May, we have 22,000 unique visitors wow. in our site. So we have an average of 15,000 to 20,000 a unique visitor every month right now, so I'm very happy. So I think it's the time to ask some money. So sure, yeah. How, how do people find you besides we're just telling them right now? Mm-hmm. But how did you get the word out that, that you even existed? So my partner does a lot of social networking. I do it by myself also, but uh, my partner more active in Twitter, Facebook, and then cigar forums and message sure. boards. So. We're going to talk about what we did and uh, what video we have and stuff like that. Yeah, so. Social media, it is, it is so big right now that the, the word can get out. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's awesome that that can happen. I see a lot of bloggers that are around. I don't know if you, you saw a lot of people yes, that, that yes. come around. And uh, as I told you earlier, a lot of the information I get to do our show, I used to rely on, I've only been around for a year mm-hmm. anyway, but to rely on the magazine, the print, to happen, it becomes history. The yep. history books by the time they come out, where you guys put the information out. You know, I'm, I won't be surprised if some pictures of what you did is going to show up tonight, yep. and there it's going to be. Yeah, the speed of the uh, the information is amazing, and that everything real time. So everything somebody pre-release the products, and the same day. Right. You know, there's a picture, reviews, and stuff like that. And so. even sometimes, I'm a retailer. 26 years in retail, I think I, you know, I, I eat and drink and sleep this business. I know what's going on. I call myself the Cigar Authority. That's how much I believe and think that I know what's going on. But I go onto your site, and I see things I've never heard of before. It's not even out yet. Here is what's coming out in the future. I mean, you have a crystal ball, and you, you know it, <laughs> or you have a lot of friends in this business already. Did yeah, that, that's, uh, I really like about this industry, so I l- love it so much. <laughs> and uh, we are only 12 months old, but uh, we become a friend of, with everybody, so yeah. it's very nice feeling. So Good, good. I, I love it. So, Mario, how'd you get started in this business? Uh, I have a web development company, so and then doing for normal business. And then we are looking for something... 
that related to what we do. So we like to use our skill, our experience in the internet business, and then we always believe that we can do something for ourselves. And then I used to do a Cuban cigar business. I was a broker and then selling Cuban cigar when I was in Hong Kong. By the way, I'm a Japanese, but I live in Hong Kong that time, and I ship a lot of Cuban cigar to, to Japan. So uh, I'm already some familiar with cigar business, but uh, we say after seven years doing web business, and then, you know what, cigar may be a good one. Yeah. And then let's try. And then we just jump on the uh, car and drive all the way to New Orleans and fast IPCPR show. Yeah. And then we become a friend with everybody, and then this is my work. You know, I don't believe the cigar is addictive, but I believe this business is addictive. Yeah. Once you get in a little bit, you become addicted to it, and you can't get enough of it, and you want to keep going, despite making no money in a year, costing you money. <laughs> and hopefully that turns around now. Like any good business, it takes a few years before you really start seeing some real real profit out you of it. You know what? The, who asked me to smoke fast cigar? It was my wife. Uh, I'm 46 years old. I, that was 30 years my uh, birthday. Uh, she asked me, why not uh, you smoke cigar? That may be great. You know, she works for uh, the gallery, a very famous gallery in Tokyo that dealing with a lot of uh, uh, rich clientele and uh, artists and all smoke pipe and cigar. So yeah. she said, yeah, you might try those things. And uh, we went to Davidoff shop in Hong Kong, and I, I stopped my fast uh, a Cuban Pautagas Serie D number four, and then I totally hooked. Wow! Well, and then now my wife totally regret that it's the yeah. oh I shouldn't do this. You yeah, know. she's the one that did it. <laughs> but but you so you're not one of those people that started off with a little crappy machine-made cigar. You went right into <laughs> into great cigars. I was spoiled. <laughs> so you obviously have smoked lots of Cuban cigars yeah. because you were over there. Now you're smoking Nicaraguan, Dominican, Honduran cigars. What's your take of the best cigars in the world? Uh, in terms of the uh, consistency and the quality, I like Padron. Padron, Nicaraguan yes. cigar? Yes. And, and the, the allure of Cuban cigars is because of Americans believe, a lot of Americans believe the greatest cigars in the world are Cubans. That's because we can't have them. And then also, because I smoke a lots of Cubans, I s- try everything. And then I came here, then not smoking, not smoking Cuban, yeah. and I start smoking everything. And then I said, you know what? It's not bad at all. It's actually is better. And then uh, consistency is a key. Cuban cigar always like good tight, or bad, tight draw, and uh, you never know what you're getting. So now some people tell me that oh, Cu- oh I only smoke Cuban cigar. Really. There are a lot of good cigars out there, so you yeah, need to try. So. Yeah, and you're missing it. You're missing the whole world if you do that. So I'm not necessarily Cuban crazy right now. Okay. Yeah, I can find a lot of good Dominican tobacco, Nicaraguan, you know. Uh, I like Ecuadorian, you know, tobacco. You sure, know. sure. Yeah, it's the Cuban cigars, only Cuban tobacco, they say. Right. <laughs> but... Uh, is the non-Cuban has so many variety of brands and then so much complexity to it. So I love it. Very good. Very good. Well, the best of luck to you. Uh, we can find you on CigarExplorer.com. Yes. They have to sign up or do anything or just go no, on there? No, uh, but if you sign up, you get all the, the updates. And if you have events, and you get the invitation. So uh, I encourage you to uh, sign up for our website. But 
we don't charge anything, so please stop by and then sign up. Please do. Cigar Explorer. Thank you, Mario. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Thank you. Thank you. That, that's, uh, we have Dale right here, too. Come on, Dale. Dale from Dog Watch Radio. We, we have more media here than anything maybe noticed. Thousands of cigar cigar consumers that are here uh, smoking different cigars. But these, I can't believe how many people are here. It's packed. It's packed. And mark my words, seven hours from now, it's going to look just the same. No, nobody rushed to get out. There's no hurry. Everybody have a drink, relax. I'm going to have a little Bud Light right now. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. Interview me later, sure. See, one hand washes the other, both hands wash the face. <laughs> Dale, how are you? You know how to do this. You're a pro. Uh, but take it from here. You've been doing this eight years? I don't know if I'm the pro. I think you're the pro. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, we've been uh, doing our little show for, we're in our seventh year. Seventh year. Seventh year. Seven years. You guys do it live, though. You guys are the brave ones. <laughs> we, we, we record ours and produce it up a little bit and then put it out, you know. So it's not... so what, what, seven years ago, what made you even start it? Was there anybody? Maybe Cigar Dave was on the radio. He was on the radio, but I think we're the first cigar podcast. Uh, no kidding. My uh, co-host, Bob McDuffie, he's really the brains behind it. He's the tech guy, you know. Uh, he's always wanted to do radio. And he called me up one day and said, have you heard of podcasts? And I said, no. Because they were just getting started. So, I mean, so were you guys live near each other? You were no, buddies, so? <laughs> no, actually, uh, my partner lives out in Florida, Palm what? Bay. I live here in Colorado. By the way, isn't this great, this venue? This here? is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. And so, you, guys do, you guys do it split screen, but even back then, you guys weren't close with each other? No, no. We, uh, you know, thanks to modern technology, we hook up over the Internet, uh, record the show on Friday nights now all the time. And then Bob does his magic with the computers like Mike and Jonathan and those people yeah. do for you. And uh, we put the show up usually Sunday mornings. So it's a podcast, CigarMedia.tv. Anybody can find it and listen in anytime. It's all we do is talk cigars. I've, I've listened many, many, many times. <laughs> well, we've been on your show once he, before. Right, that was right. a lot of fun. Yeah, Right, but it's good to be up close and personal yeah. anyway. So he, he says, have you ever heard of podcast? You said no. And he says, well, I want to... Yeah. You guys were cigar-smoking buddies? Oh, yeah. Uh, we both smoked cigars for a long time. Okay. Uh, and we we started doing a podcast on just general topics. Uh, oh, not just a It didn't cigar. start out as a cigar podcast. Well, but, you know, to end up talking about just cigars for hours upon hours, you know, how do you do it and stuff? And I said it the same when I started yeah. the thing. I'm going to have a two-hour show. How am I going to end up doing it? stuff? Turns out I have no problem yeah, talking. Exactly. I can talk about this stuff all day. Well, you know, the wonderful people that make these things that we smoke, uh, there's just so many characters, right. so much history, so many stories out there. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we started doing podcasts, talking about our hobbies, and you know, our first one was maybe 20 or 30 minutes, uh, but we started getting emails uh, about the cigar sections, and people were really saying there's nobody out there doing cigar podcasts. So we just moved into cigars, and that's all we do now is cigars. We we talk a little bit about the industry. We talk a little bit about cigar bans, legislation. All that stuff. But we, uh, you'll smoke one cigar, he'll smoke a different cigar? Well, we actually smoke the same cigar, okay. our cigar of the week. Okay. And so we light it when we start the recorder, and uh, we talk about it throughout the show. So do you have to talk a day or two in advance and say, this is what I'm going yeah, to? Yeah, actually, we've got our cigars planned out several weeks in advance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and Bob's wife now is our executive producer, and she's been a godsend. She organizes us guys. Wow. You know, so, uh, we've got all the cigars planned out. Uh, for weeks in advance, we also do an unbanded cigar every week where Bob and I don't know what the cigar is. So who gives it to you? Uh, Bob's wife. She okay. gets them all in, takes the bands off, all right. seals the bands in an envelope, 
You know, how, uh, Mike Havy, that's over here, act, acting producer today. Yeah. He came in as a customer, probably just legal age. Yep. 18 yep. years old. And um, the staff that works for us, I would always come downstairs where the guys are and stuff and hand them all the same cigar with no band on it. Yeah. And say, let me know what you think about it. Let me know what's good about the cigar later on. And they'd all smoke it. And no, <clears throat> what would, would happen is they wouldn't just be trying to tell me what they thought about it. They actually would play a game and try to figure out exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So he would come in as a customer and see, you know, maybe ask the employee, geez, what are you smoking? He says, I have no idea. I think it's Honduran, and I think it comes out of Camacho, and I think, well, what are you talking about? I think, well, this is what he does. So he would come in as a consumer, throw $20 on the table, say, pick me out a cigar, take the band off it, don't give me back my change till later. I want to yeah, play. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And he would want to play, yep. and the next thing you know, he was doing it so often. I says, you want a job here? Yes, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Am uh, I right? Yeah, that's serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we do kind of the same thing. It's kind of a game. Uh, quite often we'll try and take a guess as to what we think the cigar is, you know, whether it has the Nicaraguan zing or the yeah, right? Dominican smoothness or whatever. Uh, but isn't it amazing how you can figure it out sometimes? Yeah, it, it is. I've actually hit it right on the nose several times. Yeah. Bob has too a couple times. Yeah, because but, uh, you know, it's, what it really points out is that a lot of people smoke the band. Right. Yes. You know, they, they buy a cigar based on the advertising or whatever. You know, you take a band off. We just had one not too long ago. I won't say what it is here, but a big, big name, $20 cigar. And I thought the first half was okay. Last half I didn't like. And we're real straight up on the show. We say, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean it's a bad cigar. It just means I didn't like it. Yeah. But Bob and I both, you know, had no idea that it was this famous name. He we didn't, didn't like it either. We didn't think it was all that great. Uh, we usually end up saying whether we buy it with our own money or not, you know. That's a pretty good judge if you go back and buy you it You say how much it is? Yeah. yeah. A, so right off the bat, you say, this is a $20 cigar. I don't know what it is. Uh, well, we don't know the price till after we... Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty amazing. It, it, it really helps you tune your palate. And to listen to your palate instead of look at that band. That's you know? right. Yeah. It, it certainly does. Certainly. We always joke around and say every everyone says the most important taste is the wrapper. That's where you get 90% of the taste. Yeah. You we do say no, there. you get 90% of the taste from the band. Yeah. Most people like they eat. They smoke with their eyes first. Yeah. Just like when you eat. You eat with your eyes first. If something looks good. Well, that's why you, you know. see some of this elaborate packaging. You know, um, we could we could all save money if they didn't put them in these fancy boxes and they just put them in uh, bundled exactly. and just shipped it. But the consumer, as a retailer, I'll tell you, you know, a pretty girl, anything, you're attracted to the look of it first. Absolutely. So it's the band, it's the box, it's the mystique of what it is, and then it brings you into it. Then you buy a couple and as you smoke that sells it, the first one. Right. Yeah. Right. Now it's about the cigar. Then, at that then point. it's about the cigar after. But you, that. you'll see a guy smoking a cigar, and I, I look at consumers smoking a cigar, and they, they're looking at the band as they're smoking the cigar. Um, you know, when people people drink wine, they um, they swish the glass around, they smell it, yeah. they slurp it in their mouth and taste. Be- before they do that, they click glasses. Do you know why they click glasses? I don't know if I do know. No. Because they're trying to use every sense. Ah. So they're using the sense of sound also yeah. to be included in it. Because everything they can possibly get, which a, a, a crappy glass of wine 
in a certain glass sounds exactly like sounds crappy. Could, it, <laughs> no, it's going to sound like the same ding that the thing happens. I was going to say yeah. they try to incorporate every sense, and you you'll see somebody rolling the cigar in their hands, the feel of the cigar, right. the, the aroma, they're smelling the smoke that's coming off it, the, the taste of it, and then they look at the band, they look at the cigar they're smoking, and the same thing happens. They're, yeah. they're trying to incorporate as much as they can into it. These are people that aren't even, that don't even know they're doing it, but they're, they're yeah. certainly doing it. So, uh, And that's an important part of the, uh, the experience of smoking a cigar. I mean, I do that. I'll clip a cigar, I'll take a cold draw to see what the cold taste is. You, know, you smell a wrapper to see what it is, yeah, and you kind of get a feel for maybe what's coming. Uh, but then you light it up, and the real experience starts. Have, have you gone through the process of cigar factories and things oh, like yeah. that? Oh, yeah, I've been to Dominican, Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah. So you see the crazy amount of work oh. that gets put into it. Hundreds of hands handle this cigar right. before it gets to us, and, you know, it's an amazing industry. I, I wish the people that uh, thought cigar bands were a good idea would go see all the people that they'd put out of work if they were successful. Right, right. It's a scary thing. That's it. And uh, I don't know if you caught the beginning of the show. I mean, Boulder was big against uh, non-smoking. I mean, the first people exactly. to start the no-smoking thing. And isn't it fantastic? They put just the opposite happens. You know, it, it becomes the magnet of cigar smokers, and that's the best thing that could happen. Exactly. And, and we've, I, got, we've got people here, actually local now. I heard our, earlier on the show, uh, we've got T.L. Johnson over here who lives in Fort Collins, just 50 miles up the road. He's got his brand of cigars here now. Nice. Uh, made in the Dominican. So Colorado, you know, we're flyover country, but there's there's yeah. to be some some cigar activity here. So that's sure cool, is, you know? sure is. Nice. So Dale, what's the etymology of the name Dog Watch? How'd you ah. come up with that? Etym- etymology. Etymology. I went to a private school. No really? big deal. That's oh. a five dollar word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mike Haney. Uh, d- dog Watch. It's an old Navy term. Uh, uh, see if I can make this short. You know, all the watches on a ship are broken into four-hour segments uh, or eight-hour segments, depending. But the uh, the watch be- around dinner time is called the dog watch, and it's split into two watches so that each half of the crew, half is on watch, half is eating, then they switch. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's it's the the watch on a ship between uh, four and eight o'clock generally in the afternoon. Sure. And one of the things we first started talking about, Mike, on the show was our Bob's and my both love of the water and sailing and. And so when we started deciding to do this, Dog Watch just came up in the sailing conversation, and that's what we use for the name. So. That's awesome. We actually started out as Dog Watch Social Club, uh, but then we decided, uh, you know, as more and more people got into the blogging and the cigar media, new media, uh, we wanted to focus it in more. So now we're cigarmedia.tv is our, our address. And it's uh, Dog Watch Cigar Radio. So. Which is, so don't go on dogwatchcigarradio.com because you're not going to get it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, and that actually, my, our banner still has the old logo up there, I just noticed. Yeah, it's cigarmedia.tv. Okay. And you can reach us at the show at cigarmedia.tv or Bob at or Dale at cigarmedia.tv. And no way to get this live. Uh, yes, actually there is if you don't have a life and you want to sit up and watch on the Internet on Friday nights. Okay. We record the show on Friday nights, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So you can go to our website and link to it there, but it's on live stream. Is, uh, so we, uh, and we stream the show as we tape it. Okay, and that's the unedited version, that's which you get, which would be the fun part. Yes. That's what I want to see, so i got to make a note of, of seeing that because I don't think I've ever, yeah. ever caught it like that. And we've got a pretty steady core of people who listen in, and, of yeah. course, you know, new people drop in and all the time. But And we have a chat room, so people that are watching, we can chat back and forth across the, the Internet with them. Uh, we don't do live call-ins. We've tried that a couple times, and... You know, it's pretty hard to control, as you well know. They, they don't add to, unfortunately, yeah. and I have the number here for people to call, but 
usually it's uh, not good. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody uh, wondering if they won the contest, that there is no contest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but we do interviews with the cigar, the real cigar celebrities. Right. Uh, right. Just like you do. We have all the guys on the show. Uh, speaking of cigar celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking his head. Clayton here, he's a, he's a good, uh, actually a long-time patron of one of the local cigar shops. Uh, we hang out together a lot. Good. Uh, so, you know, we, we try and bring the listener and the cigar manufacturer together. There's really three legs, we think, of the cigar industry. The retailer, the manufacturer, and the consumer. Absolutely. And the consumer often interacts with the retailer. Uh, you know, manufacturer interacts with the retailer. But it's pretty hard to get the two of them together. And so, like you guys, that's what we try and do is bring the consumer and the manufacturer together quite a bit. And it's a win. Yeah, You absolutely. know, when, when they do that, I mean, Rocky Patel has made a fortune doing exactly that. Yep. You know, if the manufacturer can get to talk with the with the consumer, that's the person burning them. You know, we can do whatever we can and say this is a great cigar, give it a try and all that stuff, but nobody can do it like the manufacturer does. So. Right, right. Absolutely. So uh, kudos to you guys and your new producer. He's doing a great job. Yeah, right yeah. There. Hey, we're just one year in, but I tell you, it's fun doing this thing anyway. Oh, it is fun. If, it's if not fun. anything else, it's, it's a lot of fun talking with the people. And, and uh, at this event here, the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest, the second annual, I mean, you've got good food over here just next door. Yep. You can sample wines. You can sample scotches, rums, beers, and cigars. Right. Uh, life doesn't get much better than Colorado and cigars. That's so. it. The weather's beautiful and everything's great. Thank you, Dale. Thank, thank you, you for joining us. Appreciate we'll your time. We'll have you on again for sure. Thanks for coming all out right. all the way from New Hampshire. Yes, thank you. Okay, that's Dale from Dog Watch Radio, Dog Watch Cigars. And um, I've been checking them out for years. I don't think eight years, seven years, but for many, many years and uh, continue to do so. So what do you think so far? I'm overwhelmed with how many people are here and how happy and busy everyone is. It's The weather's starting to pick up a little bit. It's getting a little windy, but... Yeah, there could be some rain. I don't know. It's looking... Uh, the clouds are coming in. you got some classic cars out there. I don't know if you took a look at them. So, so. I, I did. I think we should bring one home, Dave. Yeah. Uh, I like the orange El Camino. El Camino. Never really was an El Camino guy myself. Get a truck, get a car. It's pick, pick it's one. the it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, just pick one. It's like a really good looking girl with a great personality. It's a win win. Yeah, that knows how to cook. So <laughs> that knows how to cook. That your mother likes. Right. How's your cigar smoking? Uh I've been doing a lot of talking, so it went out on me a couple times. I'm, I got the piglet. You got the big one going. I like the taste of it. It's heavier than I would expect a Dominican cigar to taste. It, this is like a blend between the Antonius and the Viuelo. It has the smoothness of the Viuelo, but that little spicy punch in the beginning of the Antonius. I like it a lot. We've got to get Maurice on here. Tell us about this cigar. Along with that, I've got to get the people from CRA on here. We've got, we got so many folks to get on here in so little time. How are we doing before the top of the hour? Uh, we have six minutes. we got six minutes. All right. You know what I want to tell you about what I promised I would tell about last weekend? I was hoping Rocky Patel was going to be here to tell me about this. Not last week, yesterday. Right, unfortunately. Because we filmed it yesterday. Right. Um, there's a cigar event I want to tell you about, and uh, it's quite a ways away, but you're going to have to make reservations really early to get on this. I was hoping Rocky was going to be here, but because of the bad uh, weather they had up north that we escaped from, uh, they're stuck. And they haven't been able to get here yet, and I don't think they're going to make it in time. He calls it the ultimate smoke on the water. 
and I um, I alluded to it last week and said I was going to tell about it, and I didn't, so I have to make sure I say it this week. Uh, Rocky Patel, uh, with his crew, joined Rocky Patel, the icon of the cigar world, for a one-of-a-kind adventure, April 16th to 21st, on the Carnival Destiny. This is a cruise with Rocky Patel. Tons of great cigars, cruise fun, cigar games and contests, world-class dining, learn cigar rolling on the boat, island beauty, exclusive sea-to-shore events, educational seminars, cocktail parties, and if you've ever been to a cocktail party with Rocky Patel, it's unbelievable. Um, And you can find the information on this cruise on RockyPatelCigarCruise.com. It's five days, five nights, and it goes to uh, Nassau, Half Moon K, and Grand Turk. One of a kind exclusive cigars we're going to have there, uh, as I say, cocktail parties, uh, cigarology, which is learning everything about cigars, uh, private beach party, um, private Dave, cigar lounges. Dave, if you need a producer for that one, I will take one for the well, team and, uh, and I'll uh, help you out there. I will not be attending. And I'll tell you why. I get motion sickness. And I've done a cruise before once. I prayed to God never to do it again. Just get me off this thing. Um, and it was a big uh, big cruise line and everything. But It's a huge boat. Yeah, and nobody can feel it but me. <laughs> but it was terrible uh, feeling for me. So, unfortunately, I can't go. But I'll tell you. I'm sure it's going to be. That's going to be a trip. That's going to be a trip of a lifetime. So uh, I said I'd mention it. I wanted to. I wanted to bring Rocky on to actually talk about it. But RockyPatelCigarCruise.com. Every time Rocky comes to town, he he comes in. He works all day long. Then we go out to the bars at night. We come up back at 4 a.m. He takes a little cat nap. 9 o'clock, he's back in the store and ready to go. That's it. He can do it. I can't. I'm half his age, and I can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. But he, he is the man. He is the man. Okay, let's take a break. Sounds good. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, uh, as we go to break, we're going to run around and try to, to pull people away from their boots and their people to try to get some people on the show with us. Everybody's going around. I can see, see who I want to talk to, but they're far enough away I can't get them. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, more cigar celebrities. Um, we're going we're gonna to tell you about upcoming guests that are here. They're going to come into the show next week and the week after that and lots more. So stick around, folks. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, all that and more, we are live at the, Rock, at the Rocky Mountain Cigar, cigar Festival. Festival in Boulder, Colorado. We'll be right back, everybody. There's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made 
in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep, dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars, and cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors, something sweet. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 
your home for Boston University men's basketball. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? stations listening to us live wwcn am 1510 the revolution in boston wghm 900 the game in nashua new hampshire warl 1320 positive energy in providence rhode island and wgam 1250 espn radio in manchester new hampshire along with that we are streaming live across the globe on ustream.tv podcasted on podbeam and itunes and all neatly packaged at your convenience on the CigarAuthority.com. You get all the old shows and everything. This is the show of shows, though, folks. We are at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in Boulder, Colorado. And with me right now is Brian Berman. He is the Director of Membership for the Cigar Rights of America, the CRA. How are you? Oh, couldn't be better. It is a beautiful day out here. And thanks so much for having me. Oh, thanks so much. I, I, I hated to pull you away from your booth because they were actually lined up to buy memberships, which is great. This is what we need. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The people here in Colorado, they really get it. And, uh, you know, CRA, we're now all in 50 states great. across the union. We're doing really well, and, you know, we're trying to fight the pleasure police. That's it. We're just trying to enjoy a fine cigar, uh, policy battles, taxation, smoking bans, and we're making some excellent progress. Now we're working uh, on some heavy legislation with the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA, it's it's a terrible thing that's going on. 1639 That's right. is, uh, is the uh, House bill, and folks... Call your, your congressmen, call your senators, uh, see what you can do to end up stopping this disaster because this is the worst battle of all. Yeah, you know, the, the FDA now has uh, 100% authority over all tobacco regulation. And uh, we also have introduced, it's important to mention, a Senate Bill 1461. So we have a companion bill that's gaining some traction in the Senate now. Um, and, and this bill, if you're listening to this broadcast, I would just like to ask you to go to cigarrights.org and sign the uh, the communication. It's an action alert. You can communicate directly with your representatives. Easy to do. Very easy. It takes about 30 minutes. seconds. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very easy, and it basically just says, you know, keep your hands off my cigars. We just want to enjoy a, a premium and, product. And, folks, we, we we're only as strong as, as our group. We need a lot of people to get behind it. Uh, I've been fighting for years, but fighting all by yourself doesn't do anything. There is strength and unity, so it's the cigar rights of, you know, that ended up putting this together. Thank God. There is an organization, finally, and it's an organization of consumers. It has nothing to do with the manufacturers, the retailers. This is the Cigar Rights of America, which is a consumer organization. So it's you guys, you guys that are listening to the show. Please go on CigarRights.org. $35 a year membership. $35 a year. We send you a couple free cigars as a thank you gift. It's a no-brainer. It takes, again, two minutes to sign up. and. And it's important, and you mentioned it, it's for consumers. We're just regular cigar enthusiasts that want to enjoy the product, and it's all about getting organized together. So, right. 
And, we're doing. and unfortunately, well, fortunately, you're going to have a job for a long time because <laughs> they never let go. They never let up on us. I'll tell you what. We're about 20 years behind. We're yeah. not too late, but we're 20 years behind. And, and the premium cigar industry and premium cigar enthusiasts have been silent for far too long and, and really have been swept under the rug with some other tobacco products. And, and now is the time to just say, listen, the premium cigar with, with no additives and preservatives is definitely different than some other tobacco products. Don't lump us together. Don't listen. lump us together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we want to pay our fair share, but let's be reasonable with taxation. Let's be reasonable with smoking bans and allow adults to enjoy adult products. Uh, and that's what it's, it's very that simple. It's, it's, it's <laughs> that simple. $35 a year, and, and you know, it, it's based on the NRA type of thing. And hopefully someday we can be as big as that and mean something to these legislators. You know, I, I go before them all the time. I've been in a fight of my whole life. And, um, oh, cigar people. Oh, you know, it's like, believe me, we're second-class, third-class, fourth-class citizens. Yeah. I, I've been in cigar shops across the country. I have the great fortune of traveling a lot. And, you know, one of the things that I've realized is people will sit in the cigar shop and they'll, they'll complain or they'll say, you know, what can I do? My cigar is now 3 $4 more expensive. Some shops, you can't even smoke the, the product there. You have to go in your, your home. Uh, my home in Calabasas, California, you're not allowed to smoke in your own backyard. It's, oh, my God. It's illegal. Now, I can uh, roast a pig or have a barbecue, but try and light up a cigar, <clears throat> and I could have the pleasure police called. So now we have a solution. We have a solution. The solution is Cigar Rights of America, CigarRights.org, and it's very simple. If you want to be part of the solution and you want to get involved, um, all you got to do is join. We have uh, uh, people that are working on your behalf, on our behalf as cigar enthusiasts, to make this uh, ch- the tide change. And you're doing a good job. It's, it's a good job. These guys are working really hard at it. And if you're not part of the solution, what are you? You're part the of the problem. problem. So you you got you to gotta do it. And, and it's as easy as that. Cigarrights.org. $35. You're not even going to feel it. It's a few cigars. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to give you a few to make up for it. That's so right. It's a, it, talk about a no-brainer. So... Make, make the move. Just do it. Just, Brian, how does CRA start? Well, the CRA started in August of 2008. And basically it was started in the wake of the S-CHIP legislation, which is the State Children's Health Insurance Program. It's a, it's a great program that gives health insurance to children. When Obama re-signed the program, which was vetoed twice by the previous president, he expanded it to allow adults up to the age of 45 years old and to allow illegal uh, immigrants to be able to qualify for this program. So they needed to look for funding heavily, and they went after the premium cigar industry. Originally, they proposed a $10 per cigar tax. So can you imagine, you that, know, a box that, of cigars? That got everybody's attention. Got everybody's attention. So, of course, <clears throat> ourselves and several other organizations got involved with that. They brought it down to $3 per cigar, and we ended up settling on a 52% increase, which is about $0.40 cents per cigar. At that point, the premium cigar manufacturers said, this industry is going to go away very quickly if we don't do something. So they, they came up with the idea of engaging the cigar consumer, who was the voter, who was the person that enjoys the product. And, uh, and, and that's when we got formed. So we formed... Back in 2008, we had zero members. We did a freedom tour. Uh, you probably yep. remember the tour. We got 1,500 members. Everyone loved it. And then now, I'm very happy to report, less than three years later, we have members in all 50 states. We have 761 tobacconists, great American cigar shops across the country. Right. We have legislators that have signed on, over 45 uh, uh, co-sponsors on 1639. Senate bill is gaining traction, which was just introduced two and a half weeks ago. So all of a sudden, we're gaining traction. We're getting recognition. And it's very simple about people just getting involved and going to the website and joining. And you get a bunch of little perks for being a member also, discounts at your local shops and, and parties and invitations. So it, it, it's important to just get involved. 
Beautiful. So hopefully they heard it. Hopefully they're going to do it. Thank you for your service Thank to you. all of us because uh, hey, I'm a retailer and I'm vested into it. And my when I go before these senators and stuff, it, it, you know they realize it's my business and something. This is the consumer talking. It's a lot louder than the retailer talking, and it's very very important. Well, we appreciate it. I'm just a cigar enthusiast and a cigar consumer, so we'd love to uh, to have all my friends join us. Thank you, Brian. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. All right, cigarrights.org. That's where to sign up. That's where to join. $35 a year. It's nothing. So please do it and do it right away. The faster you get in, the better it is for us. Let's bring on Maurice. What do you say? Maurice Cokes from the Dominican Republic via Holland. You know how to do this? You just put this on, slide it over your head. And I'm smoking the piglet because I didn't want to smoke the big pig. I'm looking good or not? You're looking good. good. (laughs) Wave to your friends in the camera. How's everything? Yeah, everything's good. So this is a cigar you made. You made for the folks here at... um, At at, uh, Smokers Friendly, yes. Smokers Friendly. First off, what do you think of this event? This is your first year. Uncle Dave, thank you for having me. Yo, thank you for coming. Uh, Second time this year, I was at uh, your stores in May. Yes, yes. And... uh, uh, big picks, yeah, that's what we are making on this moment. The big pick was an, uh, is a product which is only smoker friendly available, and um, we thought that for the winter time it would be good uh, for a smaller version. So we came out with the piglet. The piglet, and uh, <laughs> it's nice. It's got the little curly, curly yeah, this tail, is, like the like the curly tail. Yeah. It's really a, this is a long filler premium cigar, Cuban seed, Habano Rosado wrap from Ecuador, and I think this is like uh, less the, than four bucks. What's uh, the filler of this? This Nicaraguan, a uh, little bit. And, uh, ah, Mike Havey, because I said I, it's a Dominican cigar, and he says it tastes Nicaraguan to me. Yeah, we have some Nicaraguan. We, 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 more and more, we, we, you know, we blend the two things. There's the, the 60%, I would say, filler is Dominican Cuban seed, and the wrapper is Habano Rosado um, from Ecuador. And this is, I think, this is in a price point, like $6 for the 6 by 60, which is an amazing price point, yeah. and this is less than four bucks for the oh. premium version. So I think that's 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 really a, another bargain. Is the piglet out yet? Uh, it will be. Uh, will be in the next two three weeks. Will be in the stores. Okay. In, the, in, the, in the only in the in the in the, the smoker friendly stores. Yeah, but I like it better before I have it before they even have it. <laughs> yeah, I'm smoking the big pig right now, and it's delicious. It's very good. Yeah, strong. that's a good. I mean, it's a, it's it's a medium bodied cigar, full flavor. I mean. Would you say a little cross between uh... Uh, Antonius and Bayuelo? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the same tobacco is a little bit. Hmm. I mean, I brought them also. You have to put them. You know, that's you have them in your stores. Yes, they well, doing well. I, I could certainly use more. Yeah, well, they, they're going working hard. We're working hard. <laughs> it got so popular, Bayuelo, uh, for sure. Both both products, but the Bayuelo got so popular. We're out. We're out. You will be uh, you will be stocked up uh, in the next, hopefully in the next two weeks. But don't put them out until they're ready. You know, yeah, I, no, I we will go slow. We go slow. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to put uh, wrong things on the market. That's but right. people can let them age, you know. It uh, certainly 2010 cigar aficionado calls it the best bargain of the year. Five dollar cigar. This is what the folks are looking for, and you're doing it. I'm doing it. So things are going good. You got a smile on your face all the time, even when things weren't so good. You had a smile on your face. Well. It doesn't make the problem is if you start putting the things negative in your mind, then uh, then then things turn negative. You have to think positive and uh, and, and and try working always towards positive things. So that's right. what I'm and what I'm big, doing. You just got through the big trade show, the IPCPR. Your first time showing there went well. 
Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. We had a great show. And uh, we opened up a lot of new accounts. So hopefully we're going to get uh, a good return on that. Because that's, you know, selling once to a store, that's one, that's, that's, that's nice. But, yeah. you know, the, the repeating, that's yep. that people. And, we, you know, we... We work hard, but it's 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 not an easy thing, you know. Tobacco is uh, on this moment. I just came back from Nicaragua last week, and uh, we um, we saw the, the the crop from the from Oliva, the, the company who grows in uh, mainly in Ecuador. Yeah. And um, the crop was a little bit disappointing when when there was a little cloudy during the, the during, during the season. So the higher primings, they look let's say color wise, texture wise, they are. A sixth priming looks like a third, fourth priming. Uh, so the people in Nicaragua, all the other manufacturers, everybody going to have the same, let's say, difficulty now, because they they like everybody like the market likes dark and dark, you know dark and then and, and, yeah. and, uh, cig- uh, darker cigars, and there's simply there's not many wrapper on this moment available. So I think everybody has to go a little bit uh, color wise and texture wise a little bit one one step back this year. So you will see some lighter cigars probably on the on the. On other brands also, not only just for us, for everybody. Sure. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a crop. So you can one year is better than the other year. It is what it is. The cigars, as you know, the cigar might be a little less in flavor because of that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a, 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 a bad cigar. But I mean, um, I no, mean, but you got to look ahead. You're looking ahead of the crop. The- the yes. Next crop and know what you're yeah, we're with. looking for that. That stuff we're gonna use next year. For you know, we just bought a lot of wrapper for uh, for next year production, and uh, so we are really on, on on top of it. It's uh, you know we wanna we wanna have the, the consumer happy and the retailer happy, of course, because if if the product is not good, the retailer is not happy because it stays on the shelf. So. Um, that's that's what it is. That's it. So, Uncle Maurice, give us the dirt. Are you coming out with anything new anytime soon? What's, wanted, what's on listen, the agenda? Let me tell you something. I'd rather do one thing first good and then come out with the next thing. You know, it's easy to come out and pump out new things and new... This is new, actually. Uh, this is this is also... We come on behind the scenes. We work with other private labels. So, we work di- uh, this kind of stuff. So this also, this definitely also, this is not just something we make on the side. No, this is also, uh, this definitely has priority to make a good product. Uh, this, this doesn't bear our name. This is not our brand, but it's a brand for a client. And, uh, and finally, that client sells to the consumer. And th- that consumer also wants to be happy and come back for it. And uh, so, um, you know, step by step, we do our best. And um, like, you know, I just saw the guy from the, uh, the, uh, the CRA here. Yeah. And um, I mean that's something everybody has to be aware of that uh, that, that there's a lot of sharpshooters laying around and trying to shut uh-huh. us to get us down. So uh, we rather do it, you know, steady and easy, and uh, so uh, that we keep things under control. Yeah, it's a long life, hopefully. Yeah, well, this will be there. People, yeah. people, are, look how many people are here. I mean, you guys in the, in the um, oh. you look at the show, you can't see it, but if you look to the other side, there's like 1,500 plus people here walking. It's the sun is beautiful. It's, it's beautiful here. That's it's very relaxed. Women, lots of women. Oh, absolutely. All, all smoking cigars. It's awesome. and it's not just cigars. There's machine guns. There's pool right. well, tables. That's if your wife doesn't like the cigar. Then that's you buy the machine gun and then <laughs> and that's it. And 
I think I think that's frowned upon, but I do know a few good lawyers here, so you got yeah. Some- well, but no, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, we see shisha. I mean, that's something which is popular. Yeah. Uh, we see uh, snuff. Uh, what is it? Snuff. Snuff. It's called snuff, snuff now. Yeah. Snuff and dip. Uh, I don't like it. I smoked. The, I got. It, I, I have a client in in um, in Turkey. He he brought me a shisha, a beautiful huge thing, and he brought me some tobacco, which was cappuccino. And he said, "Listen," I said, "My friend." I said, you have to fill the the, bo- the bottle. You have to fill with the milk. Don't milk. put the water. Put the milk inside. From, you know, in Turkey we we smoke like with milk. They put milk inside. I've never heard of that. But this tobacco was so strong, so I know why he put the milk. So it, it releases a little bit the the edges, so you're getting a little bit smoother flavor. But it really was unbelievable. So I spoke to the Sisha guy. He said, listen, what we put on the market here is something total different. Uh, but that's. Uh, I mean, it's also we, we, with cigars, you know, I don't know what you, where you see that. A lot of people, they talk about s- strong cigars, but how many strong, high nicotine cigars you can smoke a day? That's, that's the problem. I mean, you came up, you know, I, I hear the, the, for the past two years, I hear you talking about Connecticut cigars, Connecticut Shade. It. Yeah. Look how many people came out recently with that. Even I think Pete Johnson just came out with a Connecticut. That's what I just said. He's working on that or doing something. Really? I didn't see that. That's why I was in Nicaragua. That's what I told me. The broadleaf, the Capo Criollo, that's yeah. 100% broadleaf. Yeah, but it's not. No, there was, the, I think there's a Connecticut shade coming out. Really? Well, that's what I hear. Well, I don't know. And this is I it. don't mind. Maybe I talk before my turn, you well, know. But, um, it, but it's interesting because, you know, people that say, no, 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 I'm not coming out with a, with a, with a Connecticut shade cigar and stuff. No. It's a big mistake because it's the it's the volume of the business. Mm-hmm. And that's no Carrillo. Nice Connecticut he has out. Very, very nice. I like it. Oliva you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Nice Connecticut. And Come Podomo on. Podomo sells. One no. of the biggest sellers. Champagne's his biggest one. That was a I battled with him for years telling him to put out a milder Connecticut shade. Uh their tastes go tend to go heavier, so that's what they, they like. But you gotta you gotta sell to the masses too. Yeah, but that, that's, to... that's what that's what that's what is on the forums and the guys talking oh, about, about strong the... cigars. But listen, on the background, the average smoker I think still goes for a nice mild Connecticut, which he can smoke or she. I mean, we also want the she's. I mean, I'm smoking about five cigars a day. I can't smoke five powerhouses. No, I'm gonna smoke two and I'm gonna be two and done. If you do that, somebody came in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. You, I mean, you're right. I mean, I I do smoke. I I I'm not a fan of Connecticut. But that's just personal. So my my. But I I might I might smoke a milder cigar in the morning. You should try. You're a blender. You're a master blender yourself. Try to make a Connecticut you like. Well, are we are working. Actually, I'm yeah? working on it. I gave you some. We gave you on the last show. We I have something in mind yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, okay. But again, listen. You can't do everything at once. No, it's no. Just, it's it's a process of getting it in the stores first. And people got to know uh, that, you know, what you are making. I mean, we got a 93 rating with Vallejuelo. So based on that now, uh, Smoker Friendly, they, you know, they forced me almost to, uh, they said, listen, we have this big pick. It was made somewhere else. And uh, they were not totally happy. He said, listen, we want you to make it. If you don't make it, then we'll find somebody else. But listen, make it for us. So, so you make the big pig now and you make the pig later. You know, my partner, Tony, was drunk. He said, listen, <laughs> we were laying in this pool and he lives in Florida. And he came up with the piglet. He nice. came up with it with a small cigar. I said, how, what, how do you say in English? How do you say a small pick? I mean, uh, they said, it's piglet. They said, that's it. So I called the guy who smoked it. I said, listen, what about a piglet? He said, what's that? He said, well, that's a small version of the big pick. He said, that's nice. So we made this, the samples, and we made out this. It became a 50 by 4.5 inch length. It's nice. I mean, it's a nice, and it, they have a very good price point. Very nice people. 
And uh, sure I mean, and and uh, I mean, he wouldn't be here. That's right. He wouldn't be here. Or what do you think? I love it. I love it. I mean, you're, yeah, I mean, you're a retailer. Yeah. Right? But it's. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's there. They. I mean, they have a concept. And yes, they might do a lot of cigarettes. But I mean, they are also in cigars, so people can walk in. And I'm uh, proud to be a friend of theirs. They do a good job. They have a great, great business model. They're an awesome company. Hard-working folks. I wish uh-huh. them all luck in the world. Glad, honored to be here. Okay. Maurice, thank you for joining us. was an honor for me also okay. to be here. Okay. We're going to take Brief a short break. Show. Okay, guys. When we come back, we got more cigar celebrities around. We're going to be looking for them. Stick okay. around. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra, a little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Oh, yeah, we're back. Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival of Boulder, Colorado. 1,500 cigar fanatics. 
And with me is Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars. I got to be careful not to say <laughs> the other thing. Joe uh, is Joe Cusano. He used to be the president of uh, Cusano Cigars. Went off on his own, and it's CNC Cigars. And this uh, is your first uh, product. The first product. It's our CNC Rollback Maduro. Rollback Maduro. And it comes in natural or Maduro. Correct. And this is a Maduro I'm, I'm firing up. And tell the folks the ridiculous retail price of the cigar. That cigar should retail before any state tax around $2.10. Wow. And, David, you got to tell me what you think about when you light that. The whole concept with the rollback was to roll back time, roll back prices, and roll it back to the to the time when you could get a really good cigar at a really reasonable price. Well, $2 now. We, we just had the folks from CRA here, and they were explaining that, you know, close to 50 cents on every cigar is, is taxed, just imported in the U.S. with the S-chip tax that went on. you got to give some sort of money to the folks that grow the tobacco, yes. that make the cigar bins, the shipping that goes into the U.S. and all that. The, the retail store actually make some money so what are you doing this for fun because how much there can't be any money in this it's not a it's not a high profit margin item for us and if you if you guys remember back on uh, my brother's philosophy and my philosophy was always a really good cigar at a really good price we're not we're not in this to become millionaires we're in this to, to love making cigars well you sure are and uh, i remember you guys uh as my customers Way back, way, when, way back, yes. way back, more than 15 years ago, uh, you started off buying cigars from me, and you would value cigar customers then. Exactly, that, exactly. You know us, so that's who you are. Still, who, still, who we never changed. Right, so never ever changed. So, jeez, uh, it's uh, it, it, it looks nice. It's burning well. You fired it up, my KB. Very, very good. So, two dollars and ten cents retail. It's been, it's been, jeez, I mean, like that's. 10 years ago prices, 15 years ago, talking about rolling back years. Years. We're going back to, we're going back 10 or 15 years. That, that was our, our idea when we started this whole project, Well, was what, to bring it back. What's the early indication? What are folks saying? First off, they've they got to be buying it. The stores are buying the it. The stores are buying it. We've been out of stock since, since the uh, IPCPR show. Okay. Our first shipment was done before we got back from the show. Our second shipment went out as soon as we got back. Our third shipment is gone now, and I have my fourth shipment in route uh, next week. So if, if any of the stores out there are listening and you haven't got your rollbacks yet, I promise you they'll be out next week. They're coming. Uh, so coming back into the industry, folks will reach their arms out to you. And- it, it was actually a humbling experience coming back and having folks you know, be so... So loyal and, and come back right on board with us. You know, here we are at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, which, I, you know, folks, takes them years to get into a group like Smoker Friendlies. You know, these guys, 700-plus uh, stores, stores and all that. And uh, boom, right out of the box, here you are. We're here. And, and, and it speaks for the quality of the product that we're offering. It speaks for us, sure. our past relationships with folks. We always try to do the right thing for everybody, you all, you from everybody did. down. Certainly, uh, to me as a retailer, uh, you, you saw my order number. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first order twice. Twice. First 15 years ago with Cusano Cigars, and here's my first order again. And uh, I was just amazed at the price. You know, I was, I was expecting a $6 cigar. I got a $2 cigar. It's impossible for other companies to compete with this quality and price. It's, Thank you. Yeah, it's a non... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have no competition in the market. Is there a plan to have, and I know the answer to it, but is there, I'm going to do it like a radio guy would. <laughs> is, there, is there a plan to come out with 
Yes. Different things. There is. There, uh, right now, we have, we're in our final phases of, of production of our box product called the CNC. The first one is going to be the LRMD. Then the next is going to be the CNC Corojo, and we're going to have a CNC Connecticut. The, C- the Corojo and the uh, LRMD will be out within uh, the next month. The Corojo will be out right behind that, and the Connecticut will be out shortly afterwards. Now, all Dominican made? All Dominican made, but we use tobacco from all over the world. Like our, our uh, wrapper there is an Ecuadorian Maduro. Okay. The uh, wrapper we're going to use on the LRMD is a, is a Habano Maduro. Now, what does that stand for, Joe? LRMD stands for Limited Release Maduro, though it's, it's going to be a limited number of, of boxes per year. But it's still going to be a very reasonably priced cigar. We're expecting uh, MSRP to be $399 to $469. Wow. From a Robusto to a Churchill 7x50 with a Toro 6x52 in the middle. This, this is who you were and this is who you are. This is still never changed, Dave. You know, That's it. Why, You've known why, this from the beginning. Yeah. Why, why change something that it, it's, it's, a, it's the core of us? Yeah. We are value cigar guys. We want a good cigar at a reasonable price, and we want to supply that to everybody. I think other people out there would l- smoke cigars the way we smoke cigars. Yeah. You, you, you could certainly have, have doubled the price of this cigar. And it would sell. And it would sell. It probably wouldn't even affect anything. It would be a $4 cigar as a $2 cigar. Holy God. Very, very, very good. This is uh, the first you. time I thank smoked you, this. You. I smoked the Connecticut, and that was good. But I'm more of a Maduro guy. Well, last night I bumped into you as, as you were getting here uh, last night, and you gave me a unbeaded uh, shade cigar. Very, very good. Thank you, thank you. Is that anything that uh, of what you have already said? Uh, it may be. Yeah. It may be. <laughs> All right, testing grounds. Still. Testing grounds. That's yeah. why there's certain people we really value their opinion. And I got to throw a little something back at you. You have been the catalyst for more people on this side of the cigar industry than any other retailer in the world. Happy to do it. Love, okay, I, I believe in your product. I, you know, it's even before the, yeah. you instill in, in folks the the real passion in cigars. I, I got to tell you, you really ignited the passion in cigars for me. I know that you did it for my brother, yeah. and I know a few other people that I'm not going to name that you know who I'm talking about, that you really incited the passion in, for well, them. Well, isn't it a great business? It, it is a great now business. Now you're able to pass that on, too, because you've become addicted. You know, I, I don't know who I was talking to earlier today saying addicted to cigars. I'm not addicted to cigars. I'm addicted to the cigar business. business. I love this business, the people, the camaraderie, everything that has to do with it. I've been in it for 26 years now, love it, and it's the business of it. And once somebody gets in... You're once in you, forever. Yeah, once you get out, you, you, somebody bought you out. That doesn't mean anything. You're coming back. I knew you were coming back. You're all coming back. Each and every one of the people that get out, they're going to sit in the sidelines for a year or two or three, and they're going to say, geez, I miss this. I miss that. I miss, you know. You're right. You miss the camaraderie. You miss the, you miss the whole it's, it's style. Not, cigar smoking isn't about blowing smoke out of your mouth. It's it, the whole experience. Right. It is. Everything that goes along with it. And uh, it, it's his 1,500 people, Boulder, Colorado. I never would have believed it. I mean, we're look, sitting here looking at, the, looking at the Rocky Mountains, smoking cigars at a beautiful venue. Yeah. Uh, some great food. There's some great folks here. There's some great, great cigars, great other vendors here, too. Everyone's so friendly. Everybody's having a friendly, a good time. The name of their organization is Smoker Friendly. Perfect, right? Everyone. <laughs> 
hey, how are you? And you get into a conversation. Yeah, well, you, you grew up in my area. You grew up in New York, and you grew up in the Boston yeah. area where it's a, a little different. <laughs> hey, what are you looking at, kid? Yeah. But yeah. Even, even where we grew up, you go into a cigar store, and you can sit and you can enjoy each other's company. Oh, it changes and the cigar it, it store. changes people. Yeah. I mean, if, they, if cigars were still involved in international politics, we wouldn't have as many problems as we have in the world today. That's true. I'm, 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 I honestly believe I that. I bet you a couple of wars would be, wouldn't even happen. But, Sit to have a cigar. Let's talk about this. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> true. So, you've, you know, I was trying to get Terry Gallagher here or, or his brother to, to talk to, about Smoker Friendly, but you've known them as long as anyone else anyway, so it's perfect that you're here anyway. So I want to make sure I, I discuss him and his organization, Smoker Friendlies. So uh, maybe you'll help me out a little bit. Right now we have more than 1,500 cigar fans here. This is their second annual what they call Rocky Mountain Cigar Sorry. Festival. They are uh, smoker-friendly stores and yes. smoker-friendly brands. Smoker-friendly brands, smoker-friendly stores, smoker-friendly owned stores, and smoker-friendly affiliated stores. I, I think 700 stores total. 700 across the country is what it says here. Uh, they are America's largest tobacco retailer. And uh, the company was formed in 1984, and they waited four years before they opened the first store. 1988, the first store opens. Now... Uh, uh, employs 50 people in Boulder and 450 people nationwide. So they're wow. employers. You know, uh, just them themselves, never mind the affiliates yes. and everything that happens. Uh, despite tobacco, no smoking laws, and uh, Boulder, Colorado was like the first to start this no smoking crusade. Uh, they wanted to stay based in Boulder because uh, their roots are basically mm-hmm. here. Uh, the Gallagher family has been bo- in Boulder since the 1800s, early 1800s. Uh, I understand they're breaking ground on their new facility, corporate facility, 20,000-square-foot building, uh, to be completed in 2012. Uh, Terry and his brother Dan, who's the vice president, I just want to make sure I I pay homage to them before the uh, show is over and hopefully still be able to get them here. But the whole Gallagher family. Great people. Great, great people. Uh, They they emphasize on a key value and smoker-friendly and uh, to be able to turn on a dime. And they, you have to in this industry because things are getting thrown at us all the time. S-chip, all of a sudden that S-chip tax came about and everybody running around the country. Now it's FDA laws and stuff. You've got to be able to change and figure out what you're going to do. Um, they are uh, strong advocates on the tobacco taxation, lobby against uh, the consumer rights. They, uh, they have the Cigar Rights of America here with us. Uh, we urge everybody to, to join that, and so do they. Um, and they, they throw one hell of a party. They do, don't they? Isn't this great? <laughs> so hats off to, to the, uh, uh, the folks at Smoker Friendly and Terry Gallagher for, for having us here. I can't thank him enough for the phone call to him saying, guys, we want the uh, um, cigar, cigar authority here. Um, again, uh, can you come down? And I'm honored that he asks. You know, good good folks. They're really good folks, and I'm so glad you're here too because it's so important to to let consumers in other part of the country know that things like this are taking place everywhere around the country. I hope this is contagious. This, exactly. Yeah, I hope that this happens everywhere, and I'm I'm honored to be part of it. When when he first asked me last year, I said to him, "You know, I'm a retailer, right?" And he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to come? You know, I'll fly you down, put you up, whatever you want to do. I want you at my party." I'm like, oh, I'm honored to be here. Yes. And, and this year was the same thing. A call from him, please come. And uh, no competition Listen. thing. No, 
It's, uh, you know, we're all in the game together. It's a small, it's a small industry. We're, yeah. We're all, we're all in the same boat. And, uh, you know, I, I've worked with my family before, and always not an t- easy thing to do. You do it yourself, yes. too. Not, not an easy, easy thing to do. This, uh, everybody I've met down here has the last name Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> they're pulling it off good because there's smiles on their face. yes. faces. Everybody's happy. They're a great group of folks. Yeah. They really, really are. I mean, to pull something off like this, this is the second. This is their second time. I mean, look at look at this. Look at the organization. Oh, look at, they got it down Look at everything science. going down here. It, it, this is amazing. It's really amazing. It's they good. did a really good job. That's awesome. Well, you know, our big event is coming up. Can't wait. And you are coming. I am coming. You are not covered in the cigars because you weren't a company. Wasn't the time. a company. <laughs> but, but I thank you for the last company you did because they're going to end up uh, being there anyway. But uh, I, I uh, heard from Ed, uh, who's hel- helping me organize that event, and um, he was telling me that uh, he got a call from you guys saying, "Is it okay if we come?" And it's the same way that I'm so honored that you're, you're going to come. I, I wouldn't miss your event. For anything. So our event is coming up uh, September 21st. Thank you, September 21st. Sold out, and uh, it's going to be a great time anyway. We're giving a, a 1936 Cadillac Fleetwood out as a, as a door prize. So that's coming up. But you and Jeff, Jeff Aaron. Jeff Aaron is going to be with me. Yes. Awesome. And it's like the old days. Here it is again. It know? is. I mean, we can't not. It's awesome. I went to buy a ticket. I wouldn't let me buy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sold out. Oh, sold out. Yeah. Sold out in four days. days this year. Amazing. Yeah. I mean. If anybody's listening that hasn't gone to one of your events, they're missing out on one of the best times that they could ever have. Your events are, are second to none anywhere in the country that I've ever been to. Well, again, and, and I hope it's contagious. I hope other people do it and copy what, what I'm doing. I hope they copy what Terry did over here with Smoker Friendly. Copy it, bring the stuff out there in the forefront of everybody in every state. It'd be great. Let them, you know, it used to be that this industry, shh, don't let them know we're here. Listen, they know we're here. The, the do-gooders that don't want us smoking cigars, they know we're here. So let them know we're here. But if they looked around here, you're seeing all adults. There's not one child in this place, nor is there any interest for a child to be in here. There's no interest for any kid to come in here. They have no interest in, this pro- in the products that are here. Look at the products that are here. This is what, I mean, you're all over it. You see the guns over here in the corner, yeah. the, 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 the old classic cars yes. over here. Uh, great different uh, high-end um, scotches, scotches yeah. vodkas, yeah. beer. This great. is an adult-oriented event. It's this adult. is an adult-oriented industry that we're that we're in. Kids don't. I, I don't know. When I was a kid, spending two, three, four dollars for something to smoke was way outside my uh, yeah my price range. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not. There's nothing in the cigar industry that I I know of that is geared towards children or adolescents. This is all geared towards adults. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Joe Cusano, thank you. CNC Cigars, rollback or on the shelves now. now. And LRMD, CNC LRMD and CNC Corojo will be out within a month. And Connecticut after that. And Connecticut will come shortly after that. All right. I'm excited. To Much more success. Thank, thank, you, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank That's you, Mike. Joe Cusano. CNC Cigars. And I didn't even mess up once and say the, <laughs> the old name. How's that, huh? <laughs> Thanks, David. Okay, uh, thank you. Up next is Mitch from the New York Times. Beautiful. Beautiful. You have to switch that right on there, Mitch. Okay. This is uh, Mitch Fatum. And uh, Mitch is a writer for the New York Times. He writes a column for about.com, about cigars. And um, 
I, I see here. You got that? There you go. Yeah, there you I hear am. me? Beautiful, Mitch. Yep, I can hear you. I'm looking at your business card for the first time here, and it says Dr. Mitch. Yes. Doctor of? Uh, chemistry and toxicology. That's right. You said toxicology for, for the uh, for the service. Yeah, I was a toxicologist for the Air Force uh, most of my career. Okay. Which now, what exactly does a toxicologist do? Well, um, in the Air Force, you start out as a um, laboratory officer, medical lab, but uh, my specialty was basically uh, chemical biological warfare. So I was involved in a lot of um, experimentation on uh, how to protect against uh, WMD. And uh, that really, uh, 10 years ago, yeah. was, was the big topic yeah. of discussion well, everywhere. To- uh, I did two tours in Afghanistan. I just came back uh, the end of last year. Thank you for your service. And over there, Many years I was of uh, digging up old Russian chemicals and also protecting the Afghans against uh, the Taliban poisoning them. A lot of uh, a lot of that going on. They don't wow. want the girls to go to school, so uh, they were using pesticides to poison the kids. It was horrible. Oh, my God. Animals. Yes, yes. Animals they are. Well, to, to, to take you to a better subject, um, you are... Sent- Officially retired? Well, tomorrow I'm going to Air Force Reserve Personnel Command in Denver, hopefully getting my discharge papers. Congratulations, and again, thank thank you you for your service to our country Uh, and many, many years of service. How many years? 23. 23 years. Uh, Mitch, you can reject this question if you want. No, you can't. Could you tell everyone how old you are? I'm 60. If you can see on this podcast, no offense, Dave. No. He looks your age. He looks younger than me. Pro- probably from smoking cigars. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You do. You look good. You absolutely. look good. And my, my mom's relatives were smoking back in the 50s. I still remember the smell of those Cubans. And, yeah. and i, I got to be honest. Yes, I was uh, getting cigar puffs from my, uh, my mom's cousins when I was five, six years old. <laughs> so you ended up being a writer for the New York Times. Well, uh, in 2007 when I first deployed... We got thousands of cigars sent to us, and a buddy of mine, Gary Manelski, was writing for the Times, and he said, let's get a Cigars for Truth thing going. So I would write thank yous, and I would write about the cigars we got. And then uh, when I came back, they said, you want to do some you know, freelance writing? Then in 2010, when I came back, they said, listen, we're going to want you to be a contributing writer. So I said, great. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of you guys, you, you get the Google feeds and things like that. Or, yeah. And I, I see on the aboutcigars.com all the time. And that's you that, that yes. writes that. Yes. It's, it's nice because I'm allowed to write about any cigar I want. There's no, it's like not advertisers with the Times, nothing. Whatever I want to write about, I can write about. What do you like to smoke, Mitch? Right now I'm smoking Jose Cejas, which is very nice. Uh, I would say... One of my favorite cigars of all times, Padron 64. You're probably the third person uh, yeah, on the show that, that, that brought I mean, that up. It's almost a no-brainer. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've never had a bad one. Uh, Jose Seas is somebody I want to get on. Yeah. We've got to get him on. I want to he, talk with he, him. He has a really nice blend, and a lot of these guys send us cigars. Um, uh, Nestor Miranda sent us cigars when I was in Afghanistan. Uh, uh, Placencia sent us cigars. Uh, Padron, they all sent cigars over. Nice. Every one of them. Nice. Yeah. nice. And then a lot of the retailers, too. They would uh, get, you know, cigar donations. People would throw them in the box, and they'd ship them out to us. All different things. Yeah. And- 
So you yeah. would you would smoke different cigars, and you would say, I, I, this one tasted like this, and this one yeah. tasted like that. And then uh, we also shipped them out to the FOBs. Most of the cigars we got, we took we kept a couple for ourselves, but they went out to the Marines and the far-reaching uh, forward operating bases that basically got mail once a month. And uh. that's we. I even took a few. Uh, Helicopter rides on a Blackhawk to deliver cigars. Oh my it's God! Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that would be a picture and a cool. half, right there. Uh, I mean, I, I got into some dangerous stuff. Uh, I uh, ended up coming out with a Brown Star, right. which is not easy for an Air Force officer. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you get into some uh, some situations that um, my uh, my flight home was on a medevac. I, oh. I got actually was in a gas attack. Taliban used ammonia gas against us. And I was with some Czech and uh, German soldiers, and luckily I was the I was the only one that got injured because I was the first one hit. Was able to warn the rest of the guys to stay back. Ah, but uh, it happens. My God! <laughs> and it, this is what you you're the guy up front to, to see what what it is they're using. Yeah. And that's the guy that's going to get hit. It's like yeah. a firefighter's yeah. going. And and uh, I mean I'm a lieutenant colonel, so uh, I was out there in the trenches with the guys. I wasn't back, uh, you know, driving a desk. Yeah. Well. It, you know, as I say, 10 years ago, it seems like yesterday, but yeah. I mean, that's when the, the crap hit the fan, as, basically. As a reserve officer, since 2004, I've almost been continuously on active duty. So I'm, I'm happy to call it quits. So that, that happened 10 years ago, yeah. um, uh, the bombing of the World Trade Center. Yeah. At that point, deployed, time to go down? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all over, not just uh, As a 50-year-old man. Yeah, well, I had my... 57th birthday in Afghanistan. I had my 59th birthday in Afghanistan. Not the place uh, to celebrate your birthday. So. No. <laughs> no, not not really. I mean, uh, my 56th birthday, I was in China. And I, unfortunately, I can't tell you what I was doing there. Ah. <laughs> but you've seen the world. Yeah. You've certainly seen the world. Yeah. So but now I'm, you sit back and you write about cigars I'm, and enjoy. I'm you. looking forward to see more of the world through cigars now. Right. So now Dominican Republic. Nicaragua? Have you uh, ever been? I, no, I, and I want to go. And go. let me tell you, you, you are going to have a, you, you already have a great appreciation for cigars, yes. obviously. This is going to go tenfold, not double. It'll grow tenfold because I remember the first time going myself. I just couldn't believe it, and I've been no. 30 times since. And each time, it's amazing. And I'd love to bring somebody with me that hasn't seen it before and watch yeah. a look in their face because it's pretty unbelievable. And when you oh, look I'm at sure. you look at prices of the cigars, somebody will say, $10 cigar, my God, that's expensive. It should be $100. Yeah, to, based I mean, on what they, goes yeah, into it. Yeah. So it's a lot of work and energy. And, and um, the people in the cigar industry, you see, you know, the manufacturers that are here. Yeah. A lot of these people, the, the manufacturer is the guy standing behind these little tables. Oh, that, that they put their heart and their soul into Absolutely, it. and they earn yeah. every penny of it, so it's a great, great industry. When you were talking to Joe Cusano, you mentioned about the FDA uh, HP, HC list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am I'm writing a piece about that to counteract it. Okay. Um, one of the things they have on the list is arsenic. Uh, most of the novices that nobody, know, anybody that knows nothing about chemistry knows arsenic is poisonous. So the FDA says, oh, there's arsenic in cigars. There's 0.4 parts per billion arsenic in a cigar into tobacco. In our drinking water, we can have 10. More than 50 times and more. And so the reason why we have it is they sprayed a leaf with drinking water. <laughs> you know... You'll find uh, arsenic in everything, but it's there's less arsenic in a cigar than even in our air that we're breathing. So, you know, they're just throwing stuff up against the wall, and most people are not going to question it. No, because if somebody wrote it, so we got to count on somebody like you to write yeah. the truth. 
Yeah. Write the truth down because I go before the state legislators and things and um, argue the point. And, yeah. and they have misconceptions of something they read yeah. and um, somebody won't write the truth. Well, and nicotine is, has been used in medicine for you know for centuries. And even now they're doing Alzheimer's research with nicotine. But they're, you're talking about 2%. Two, two yeah, you know, 2%. Small. Yeah. Very, uh, very minute. There is a, um, a, a plant out there called Nicotiana rustica, which has 10% nicotine, but that's not used in, that's not used no, for this. No, this that's is used for, That's used for medical research and other things. Nothing is added to this. Take, no, take no. the cigar apart. There's nothing. There's no additive. These, these things happen just yeah. because of the fermenting process or whatever goes The, the air was so dirty in, in Kabul. I mean, bacteria and everything. That we used to sit and smoke, and somebody says, "Why are you smoking?" And we're filtering the air through the smoke. No <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for your service. Congratulations on retiring. I hope this works out for you good. Me too. And uh, I'll be uh, looking for you uh, in the newspapers and reading okay. your columns. It's an honor to meet you. Great. Thank you. Same here. Okay. Thank you, Mitch. We're out of time. That was quick. Hey, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, this was an unbelievable event. It's going to go on for another five hours probably, and um, nobody's going to leave. I'll tell you right now, nobody's going to go anywhere. Next week, we're going to be back uh, live in the store. We've got uh, some big names coming in to us. Jonathan Drew's going to be joining us. Um, who we got? Um, Jose Dominguez is coming Jose in. Jose Dominguez is coming. Uh, we're raffling off the big... Pig roaster. Right, we got a big pig roaster to raffle off. Lots more going on. So, folks, uh, thanks for listening to the Cigar Authority. We'll catch you next time. Great job to Terry and all the gang here at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. From Boulder, Colorado, we are live at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Thank you for having us here, and we'll see you next time. You'll be listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network.